Hello, hello, hello. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, or good night, depending on when you're listening to this. I'm currently recording in the morning. It's early morning. Well, fairly early morning. It's nine o'clock. And I want to thank you for tuning in to another episode of The Secret Life of a Shy Producer. My artist name is Hime, and I'm currently in my closet. It's currently garbage day, and I decided to talk a lot of trash, uh, in particular about the AMAs. But before that, I'd like to just give a little backstory. So, um, I'm, in, I'm into personal development, you know, self-development type of stuff. And so, two days ago on Tuesday, I decided you know, for some reason that I, I should seriously try to immerse myself in mainstream music, in popular music, and to actually find things that I can appreciate about songs that are currently on the charts or things that can be considered popular music. And I was texting my friend this and, you know, I thought it was a good idea and, and everything. And then I get home uh, because I work fairly late. So when I got home, I, I decided I was going to try to tell my mom that. Now, as I was deciding to tell my mom that, she was actually watching the AMAs. I didn't know this was happening. I don't care about what these award shows. I don't know when the Grammys happen. I don't know when the Oscars happen. I don't even know when the Razzies happen, if that still happens. So I was kind of like, oh, oh, look, you know, um you know, popular music. They're here, like, you know, at the mainstream, just, you know, basically giving each other pats on the back for giving us soulless music. And then I was like, no, 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 wait. You know, that like, that's what I was thinking in my head. So then I was like, wait, no, 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 no. What did you say less than an hour ago to your friend that you were going to try to do? I, I So I went to my mom and I was like, okay, so uh, I've decided because I, I realized that I might actually be a bit of a of a snob about this or an elitist uh but i am going to and as i'm trying to tell her there was a performance i think with hazley and some other person i don't know if it's Khaled. i don't know these people and it was just so contrived and it's it freaking bored me and i'm trying to tell my mom that i've decided that uh, to to listen to popular music and to try to get an understanding and appreciation for what the majority of people actually like. And I couldn't stand listening to that one song that they were performing. There was no soul in it. There was nothing that I could... There were almost no redeeming qualities except for the fact that I wanted the speakers that were in their play video or whatever they were doing in their performance. So it made it tough. Watching the AMAs for like about less than half an hour, made it really tough for me to even utter the words, I'm trying to expand my horizons by listening to mainstream music. Um, So I I wanted to talk about some of the winners, because I actually had to look this up online because I was not going to waste my time uh, or any more of my time watching. Um, So I decided to look it up on like CNN, like who won and stuff. But what actually sparked this episode uh, is actually interesting because, okay, so, well, not interesting, but when I came in, first was the Hazley, I think, performance. I didn't know that was Hazley or Haley, Haley Z. Yeah, 
and maybe Khalid or Khalid. I don't know, but, um, but it was such a boring performance to me. There's nothing good about it to me. Again, it's just to me, right? This is coming from a person who was in love with R. Kelly at age 13, okay? So maybe take everything I say with a grain of salt, but right? But no, um, what sparked this particular rant and this particular episode was actually the fact that I'm there with my mom and they were talking about the favorite... Where did I write it? I think it was favorite um, duo or group. And then it said pop slash rock. Right? And I was like, okay, at first. And then they're showing me like the people that they're, they've determined were pop slash rock, which I actually took as pop rock, you know, because that was a genre. Um, and the favorite duo um, the contenders were Imagine Dragons, which is apparently also considered alternative rock. I didn't know. Uh, Maroon 5. And this one actually annoyed me because I was like, you have this like Wonder Bread version of freaking a reggae song from Bob Marley. And they're trying to do a cover and this is being considered pop rock. I mean, really? It's for starters, I mean, I'm glad they didn't call it reggae because I think that would have annoyed me, like, even more so. But just because they had a freaking guitar, I was like, this doesn't make it rock. I'm sorry. I'm over this. And then the the, the next group slash duo was, I believe they are pronounced Migos. I, or Migos. I, I say Migos, like Amigos type of thing. Like, I put an A, so I think Migos. Um... All I know is that Offset is one part of the group. They're, um, I believe they're cousins. And I think it's Offset who's married and has a kid with Cardi B named Culture. So, um, but like seeing the contenders at first, like that annoyed me. I was like, holy crap. I mean, Imagine Dragons might be the closest thing that you can consider pop rock. But okay. And then when I heard it was Migos who won, I was like, what the? Like, I'm like, they're a trap group. I was like, in what world can you call them pop rock? Like, maybe I was like, maybe I'm wrong. I was like, Simple Plan was like, kind of like pop rock. Green Day could have been considered pop rock. You know, they had distortion in their sound. You know, freaking Nickelback pop rock. Okay. But. Migos? And yeah, you guys can butcher me for the way I'm pronouncing the name. I actually don't listen to them. I don't really listen to them. I know, I don't actually have, even have an issue with Migos or Migos. I, you know, it's good that they won an award. I just didn't understand why they would win for pop rock. And I just came away like, I went writing on my Twitter, what the hell? Like, how can they win for pop rock? But sadly, because it's only 240 characters, I couldn't even argue the fact, like, you know, continuously rant about why even Maroon 5 was considered pop rock. Imagine Dragons, maybe. I don't even listen to them. I rarely listen to them. I know of them. I don't know what their genre, maybe their their genre is something else, but ugh, I don't know. It's loud, so I guess pop rock works. I don't know. Um, but that kind of sparked 
my reason for doing this episode of the podcast. Uh, so I decided to, of course, like I said, via CNN, look up all the winners. Um, and I skipped a lot because for starters, uh, I don't follow country music. I don't really, I, 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 I know nothing about country music, so I, I pretty much skipped that. And I decided to just go with the things that I would kind of know. So, um, and again, like these are, I, I kind of found that I, I stayed away from the mainstream quite a bit for years. There are very few songs between 2013 and now that I can actually remember and that I actually semi-enjoyed. Most of these songs, they, they, they just melt away, okay, in my mind. So the only song I think that I appreciated after its popularity, after when it was going down on the charts, was Alicia Cara's Here. I don't remember what year that was, but I people told me when it, the song came out that I would like it, and I refused to listen because all I heard everywhere was like a bunch of drunk, idiot human beings that happened to be female singing Wahoo Well Here, Wahoo Well Here. I totally get it. Like the like these types of people. The, the people that I, when I went to parties, actively stayed away from me, you know, saying that they can relate to a song about not wanting to be at a party while being the asshole at the party. I couldn't. So for the, that reason alone, I refused to listen to the song until it became less popular. And then when I, I listened and when I read the lyrics, I actually thought this was one of the most relatable songs, at least to me, in mainstream in recent mainstream um history i guess so yeah um i have a lot of weird hatred for the mainstream um not and it's not again in many cases it's less about the music and more about the people who listen to it because of the lack of cognizance anyway so i'm I'm not going to go into that again i feel like i can just ramble like an a senile woman old woman about this so anyway Whew, let's start. Um see if I can first read my um writing. Okay. So Artist of the Year was won by Taylor Swift. Like Taylor Swift won. I don't really care. Good for her. Right? She's pop. She's the pop princess. You know, she's marketing wise, she's done everything right. Her use, like, she's she's just good, okay? Her music, I'm not even a full fan of, but, you know, in a weird way, I I guess I have, res- I don't know if it's respect, but I like what she's doing. Even if I don't agree with her message, I don't like her fans, <laughs> you know, she deserves to win, I guess. Um, I don't know who else she was up against. I didn't really care. Now, new artist of the year. From what I know, and again, like I don't really listen to mu- these this type of music. I just know of like, I I just relatively know about like the going ons in entertainment in the entertainment industry and stuff. But um, new artist of the year was won by Camila Cabello. Um, now, the reason why I thought this was a little contentious for me, if anything, like as if this stuff really cares or really matters, I, but. 
she was part of like that big group Fifth Harmony, as far as I know. And then she left. So for me, it's kind of a little strange because she already built, like, I don't know, maybe, I, I, I don't know. But she was already part of a popular group. So I was kind of like, nah, you know, okay, but that doesn't even matter. Now, collab of the year was actually her song with Young Thug named Havana or Havana. And for some reason, I thought the song came out in 2017. This has been a really, really long year. And it did actually come out in 2018. So I was like, oh, okay. And I feel like for the longest time, I'd say to like my sister, like friends, I don't really know the song Havana. And they're like, you've just heard it. It came on the radio 20 minutes ago. And I'm like, yeah, but I don't remember it. Like, I and, and the funny thing is, I actually just realized maybe a month ago, ironically, after watching some K-pop thing um, for, for idols and stuff, they were doing the dance to Havana, like they were dancing to Havana. And I was like, huh, this song sounds kind of familiar. My sister's like, it's Havana. I was like, really? Huh. So again, like I might have listened to most of this stuff at least once or twice, but it doesn't stick. There's nothing important or special. It's It all lacks substance in my mind. Um, let me see. Tour of the year, Taylor Swift. Uh, my thoughts about that, it should have been Beyonce, it should have been Bay. No, I, I, just kidding, I don't give a damn. Um, I feel as though that would be something that Kanye would have said at one point. Um, I don't know how they determine tour of the year, it might be by revenue. And Taylor Swift fans, these people be rich as heck, I'm pretty sure. A good portion of them, or at least the ones that she cares about, right? They're willing to dish out. Uh, let me see. Video of the year happens to also be Havana. Now, I think I've only watched a video once. I'm not too sure. Everything begins to blend in and meld in well for me, like mainstream wise for, for the most part. Now, the next one I want to talk about uh, is the social, the favorite social artist. Now, the winner this year was actually BTS, the Bantang Boys. Uh, now, for those of you who don't know, they're actually a K-pop group from Big Hint, Big Hit Entertainment, which is actually, a, was at least, uh, a fairly small agency within Korea. And I have a lot of, like, I'm glad that they won. Uh, I actually know that at least BTS versus other, um, k-pop groups like those from sm actually had to work their ass off in the fact that they made it in a sense in the states is pretty remarkable so um i actually was a really big fan of k-pop and j-pop i'm still into some j-pop um but gotten out of k-pop i started listening to uh k-pop back when I was 17. I was in grade 11. Uh, this was during the first How You Wave. I mean, if you call it the first. I call it the first second. I don't know. Um, so I was there when, let me see, Wonder Girls, Shiny started, um, when SNSD started. I was there for, for that, for the beginning of, you know, when the internet was really like kind of bringing us together I guess but yeah um 
And ironically, I'm not really a fan of BTS. That said, I know their songs. I know I Need You. I know War of Hormones. Like, I know them. My sister is a huge fan. So I, I heard them and I was actually happy that they were the ones to make it over um, while speaking Korean. That was the big thing because um, a lot of groups try to conform to American standards by changing their lyrics to English which didn't make sense most of them couldn't you know have the English affect they did they, they they're not English so it, 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 it maybe wasn't their time but I honestly thought that by trying to be something that they were not it turned me off and it would obviously turn off most Americans because Asian culture wasn't really a thing at the time Right. Psy made it, but Psy was also speaking Korean. So you see, like, I, I appreciate the fact that BTS didn't necessarily have to change their lyrics into English in order to make it. So, yeah, that's why I'm glad that they're the favorite social artist, if anything. If I'm glad about anything, you know, that's it. Okay, so now this this is where I was, like, kind of confused with the um, the favorite whatever artist. So, and I had, like, 20 minutes to think about it and I realized that yeah it's still a joke to me so favorite male artist and then it was for pop slash rock I took it as in like I said before with the the Migos Migos um thing that I thought it was like pop rock genre which in essence didn't make sense to me and I, I get evolution with with genres, but you you can't tell me that if if rock is kind of based on having a guitar, usually a distorted guitar, <laughs> that a group or groups that don't play guitar like that can be considered rock. It, it was kind of disturbing. I think they just put rock there just to say, hey, we still care about you. Not really. You know, it was a joke. They could have just said favorite male pop artist which might have pissed off some rockers but then most rockers who actually know rock <laughs> clearly would have been pissed off because they're like well what about rock and then even if you have rock here it's not like any of the artists can be considered rock so anyway um post malone won this for a favorite male artist i actually i've been having mixed feelings towards him for a while now uh i've heard that and i these are things that i've heard through other youtube channels and whatever um that he's been saying a lot of shit about hip-hop um which is actually kind of funny because he's making like the, some of the most money in like hip-hop and it's it's weird that by dissing i think he's been dissing it and dissing the culture and stuff but by dissing it he's making more money it's just it's just hilarious um favorite female artist for pop rock taylor swift yeah that works she's pop you know she's some sorry she's pop she sometimes has a guitar so i guess sure call her pop rock and post malone is interesting only because his style of trap kind of i guess it's grungier which can be maybe considered rock you know his aesthetic is like an interesting blend right so i get it but not really um favorite duo i talked about that it was migos i'll just say offset and cousin or something but yeah um let me see favorite album for pop rock was taylor swift again 
favorite song for pop rock was Havana. So a lot of like Taylor Swift and Havana, um, girl, uh, Camila. Let's see. I skipped country because, yeah. I don't hate country music, though. I, I don't necessarily hate it. I just don't listen to it. And I think I would have listened to it more when I was a kid than now because most of it now is bro country which is basically pop music it, it's it's just dumb shit so to me again it's just to me it's my opinion let me see favorite album for hip-hop was post malone again as i said apparently he's been dissing hip-hop um and the culture behind hip-hop and the the things that has apparently made him popular he kind of doesn't even like i don't know that's what i've heard so anyway favorite song slash like for rap or hip-hop uh happened to be cardi b bodak yellow which is interesting because i could have sworn that song came out last year in 2017 the reasoning for that is because i helped an artist um well kind of helped an artist i kind of inspired an artist to create a cover to bodak yellow and i played the guitar on it so I, I feel like that was last year. But anyway, whatever. That's cool. Um, it was popular then. It's more popular now, I guess. I don't know. But I just wanted to know for the most part, and I might have to look it up because Google is a great resource, what the B in Cardi B stands for. And I was wondering if Cardi B, the B stood for Bodak. So like Cardi Bodak. But then I don't understand what that is. What is a Bodak? Does it, is it because it rhymes with Kodak? Does it have to do with a picture? Like, you know, I don't know. And I'm not going to go too philosophical with this stuff. <laughs> no, um, okay. So fail, the fail. Wow, I think I actually wrote fail. No, I wrote fave. Favorite male artist for soul and R&B was Khalid. Or Khalid, which is cool. I don't really listen to him. Good on him. Um, favorite female artist was a shock, but I didn't really care. Because... Again, I don't listen to music, so it was Rihanna. And I was like, is she actually, did she sing this year? Did she do anything musically this year? Like, that was my question. So I was like, huh, okay, good for you, win. Favorite album for R&B was XXX Tentacion. I used to really um, pronounce his name, like, horrendously, because I actually just didn't care. Now, um... I wasn't a fan of his. I only knew about him for like the things, the horrible things that he had done. Um, I only started listening to some, not all, of his music after his death. Um, musically, really good. You know, it just sucks that, excuse me, sorry, it, it just sucks that after death, did he actually become popular um, in a sense? And people revere him kind of like a Tupac Biggie type thing. Um, yeah, it just really sucks that it's after death. Did people go, oh my God, like I miss him and he's so amazing and awesome. You know, but that's how it works. You know, and his, de his death and everything, everything was tragic with him. But it just kind of pisses me off that it's like, he was here, nobody cared for the most part. Well, people cared because he was big. And the only reason why he got to this point was because he was big enough on like SoundCloud and stuff. But 
if he was still around, they would have probably been dissing him. So I just don't like, I don't know, talking about the dead. Like, it, it, it's kind of weird. I don't want to do it. But anyway, next one. Uh, favorite artist for alt rock, alternative rock. Uh, I think Imagine Dragons was in this one too. So then I guess they can be considered rock and the closest thing to legitimate rock is mainstream. But the winner is actually Panic at the Disco. Now, I have a contentious background with Panic at the Disco. Never really liked them as a kid I or, you know, teen or whatever. I hated them. Um, I did not like I Write Sins, Not Tragedies. I couldn't stand them. That said, I'm glad that they won. Good for them. I guess they're the... the they're considered alternative rock. And I said, okay, that works. Didn't know that they did music still, but cool. Now, it's interesting for the next one. It was favorite artist, um, adult contemporary music. The winner was Shawn Mendes. Now, he's a Canadian, so yay. Okay. But I was kind of like, okay, wait. I He's a kid. Like, he's he's literally 20. Okay. He looks like a child, to me maybe, because I'm way older than him. He was born in 98, I was born in the early 90s. So when he was born, I was a full-fledged child. <laughs> so, um, yeah, but what I found interesting, because I actually had to look up uh, one of his albums and see who wrote on it, and interesting fact, I don't remember the song, but Teddy Geiger wrote for him or wrote one of his songs and um i guess for that alone i'd say oh okay that's cool at all contemporary i get it because for those of you who don't remember teddy geiger he was kind of like a a one hit hunk or maybe a two hit hunk back in the early 2000s he had a song called for you i will and for me as an mentally underdeveloped no emotion not mentally but for an emotionally underdeveloped um human being you know who had a thing for men with long hair and a guitar it worked he worked for me i was like yay teddy but um yeah no it's actually kind of cool that he's still in the industry to some degree because his like, he can write I, I see him writing for mendez and there goes my phone. Okay. But yeah, no, I, I say good on him. Good on Sean Mendez for winning. I saw some performances. I got bored. I wasn't... Okay, blah, blah, blah. let's rewind that. Um, yeah, overall, um, I just wanted to talk a bit about my thoughts on the AMAs and I, me not watching the AMAs fully. Um... Yeah, I think that these award shows are boring. I I like to say nobody cares, but, you know, I guess people care enough to watch. Um, I, I saw them kind of trending. I say kind of trending on um, Twitter. So, I, I mean, it's either they bought up the ability to be put in trending or they really were trending. I don't know. Um, from what I saw for that good half hour, it was lackluster, boring, nothing stood out, nothing made me look twice. Um, the, the, the best thing that I think I saw 
was J-Lo, based on my usual opinion on her musically. It, it kind of just says that how much I actually enjoy the AMAs, which is none at all. And I, I, it's just that the music has no soul. It's like, it's all boring. It's all the same thing. It's so far removed It from, I feel like, what real life really is. And I know there are lots of artists out there who are making, you know, music that actually touches them and can actually be relatable. It's just not going to be played. (laughs) There's almost, it seems like right now, there's almost no way it can get to the mainstream. And maybe the sad thing is for anybody who does come up with a song that actually gets viral and gets attention they will be automatically signed to those labels who will take and chip away at their artistic, you know, nature and at their creativity and their authenticity to the point that we just end up with another whoever. Like, I don't even know their names, right? So, um, but yeah, I just want to just talk about those artists, the winners, the winner winner chicken dinners um how boring it is how there's nothing remotely interesting it's yeah it's whatever and it just keeps on reminding me like it does two things for me it it makes me say oh god there might not be any hope for music but i'm like no 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 like because the music is getting continuously worse in the mainstream and getting more simple, I think some, I, I hope, well, I don't hope, but I think that at some point, the people who mindlessly listen to this stuff, their heads might actually explode. And they might actually start looking for weirder music or, you know, looking for things with, I guess, more meaning, maybe. Even if they don't, like, it doesn't matter, like, but yeah anyway i am rambling on now like a senile old woman so instead i'm going to go uh work on some music actually um there is a track that i'm currently working on that it's all it's it's fairly acoustic i'd say it's electroacoustic because i recorded myself on the mic that i have right now which is the Zoom H2N. And I was recording myself like back in July. Um, And I just did some random noodling and stuff. And so what I did was I decided to go back to my old noodles and find little gems and cut and paste, um, detune it a little or transpose and come up with something else. So that's what I'm working on right now. Uh, I'm also working on, well, on my Twitter, I decided that I was going to post um, a challenge that I gave myself. Yeah, I challenge myself sometimes. So I, and this is something you guys can probably do too, um, especially if you do no chords. So I decided to go to a chord generator and to try to um, produce or write a song or a track with the chord progression that they gave me. So the chord progression that I got was A minor, F, G, F. So 
just write a song with that. Now, because I don't really just play with regular A minor, regular F, like the, the, the triads. That's what they effectively are. Because I, do, I like to go beyond the triads. Sometimes I'd go A minor 7, you know, F major 7, uh, G6, things like that. F major 7, like I'd work along those lines. Or I'd go outside of that and I actually found or put a part in there which uses the triads, but the basses or something else. So anyway, it's a lot of experimentation. I decided to go outside of just using A minor, F, G, F. And yeah, kind of happy with it. I'm still working on it. I haven't had the ability to put my speakers up yet. Uh, so maybe I'll be able to do that tomorrow. And we'll see if I can at least release it and then maybe put it in my next episode. Just to say, hey, this is like the stuff that I came up with. All I'll say is like the track is... Um, it's like more ambient-esque so I, I was gonna say ambient tra trap uh, but it's 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 more of an ambient track for sure so yeah uh, hopefully you when I uh, put it on my podcast you guys may like it uh, it was definitely a fun experience when I was working on it like late at night and yeah anywho I am going to go now. I think it's been over half an hour. Yeah. 35 minutes of me rambling about things I don't care about. Oh, Lord. Uh, except for my music. I love my music. But I'm at the AMAs <laughs> and award shows altogether. But I hope you guys enjoyed this. Um, um, I will talk to you guys or hopefully you'll listen again next week. And until then... Keep doing your thing. Keep making your art. Honestly, just continue to do what you like to do. Do what you're doing. You may get noticed. You may not. You may not. Um, just keep growing. And keep doing what you love. In this world right now, that's all you can really do. So, in any case, goodbye.